0: Welcome to the next episode of the Austin Bar Association's Council of Firsts. I'm your host, Amanda Arriaga, First Latina Bar President. This podcast is made possible by the Texas Bar Foundation. In today's episode, we talk to the co-presidents of MAMA's, the Mother Attorney Mentoring Association, Carly Gallagher-Murray, and Anna Vieta Ayala. Anna is a graduate of Texas State University and the University of Houston Law Center. She spent her career in public service. She works at the University of Texas System as an associate general counsel, where she provides advice on areas such as constitutional law, employment matters, torts, student issues, privacy, and open records. Carly is a graduate of Millsaps College and received her master's in philosophy and law degree at the University of Memphis. She has her own family law firm and has been named as a rising star, super lawyer, and top lawyer by Austin Monthly. She's a member of the Texas Bar College and a champion of Justice Society advocate for the Texas Access to Justice Commission. She also received second place in the Texas Bar Journal's short story contest for her riveting story, The Guardian. Mama's Austin was created in 2010 when Danielle Hogland and Amy Bexted began discussing the challenges they faced as working mom attorneys. Since that initial idea, Mama's has become a 501c3 with over 700 members. The mission of Mama's Austin is to provide educational opportunities for its members, mothers and mothers-to-be who are lawyers in the legal field or pursuing legal careers, on topics pertaining to career advancement, networking, parenting issues, Identifying and solving problems unique to working mothers, and other professional guidance and social events designed to permit women to connect and mentor one another about navigating a legal career while raising children. That is a mouthful of a mission. I'm happy to have with me today Carly and Anna. Thanks y'all for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. So typically the way we start this is a little bit of get to know you before you get to know the organization. So I'm gonna ask some bio questions about y'all individually, and then we'll do some joint questions. So I'm gonna start with Anna. You have been a public servant in your entire career, and that's not usually where law school pushes us. So why did you choose that path?
1: When I went into law school, I had in my mind that I would go into the, pl- the public sector. While in law school, I knew I had student loans to pay. And so I did explore other avenues, and I um, I took a couple of tax classes and was in the Houston Business and Tax Law Journal, and I just knew it really wasn't for me. Um, so I think it was just what I was drawn to, and I tried to fight my nature, but um, ended up being where I needed to be in the end.
0: Well, and since you didn't fight your nature, you have a great story about taking a class from a very famous public servant. So can you tell our audience about that? Yeah, yeah, I like to,
1: uh, this is my great fisherman's tale. It's it's true, though, but I may may embellish it a little, or at least, you know, that's how it is in my head. But I was, um, I was yelled at by Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, So I had this amazing chance to take a class, um, went to study abroad in Istanbul, and uh, took a constitutional law class from Justice Ginsburg. And at the time when I signed up for this class, I didn't even actually know that the justices would do these, you know, summer classes. And um, but it was an incredible experience. And one of the days she was teaching. She opened it up to you know the uh, students to ask questions, and I full disclosure wanted to plagiarize her answer and arm myself with that knowledge to take back and argue, you know my case with a uh with a justice Ginsburg response to what she thought was about the argument that um that you know stricter scrutiny um would would actually hurt women um that the test and strict you know that that test would actually hurt women, and uh, she <laughs> boomingly goes, "You tell me when that happened, you know." And, it, and she just got bigger in my head, right? You know, she was she's a small she was a small woman, and I just felt like, oh my gosh, she's so intimidating. <laughs> and I'm thinking they'll hate me. Like, I just wanted to know your opinion. I don't actually think that. Please don't think I think that. Um, but then you know, she went on to sort of give her examples of of uh, of what she really how she really felt about it and so uh to this day i don't know that she actually really raised her voice but in my head that's how it felt so that's how i'm telling it
0: well many of us have been yelled at by much less fancy and (laughs) smart professors so to be yelled at by the notorious rbg that is a badge of honor and i would tell it as the biggest tall tale that you could (laughs) you know she stood up she banged a gavel. I love it. I need to I need to talk to people who I've told this story many
1: years ago to see has it gotten bigger? You know? But um, but yeah, I, I feel I'm staying true to the to the root I of feel sure story. it happened.
0: <laughs> so Carly. Yes. You went to school in I'm putting in quotes, the South. I did. So how'd you get from the South to Texas? So I went to college in Mississippi, which is where
2: I'm from. And then I got a, a scholarship to get my master's at the University of Memphis, which at the time was one of the top 10 uh, programs in the country for the kind of philosophy that I was studying. And so then I um, went to law school there. I was already there. And um, and then to get to Texas. So I had a, a girlfriend in uh, law school who was moving here for the guy that she ended up marrying. And she was like, oh, you should just come too. And I was like, Okay. And so that was like how I I got
0: here. So it was either brave or dumb. That's so funny. You followed someone else's boyfriend. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Some people follow their own boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, I, I guess that's correct. So besides being an accomplished lawyer, you are also an accomplished singer and author. So tell Carly, um, for those of you that aren't watching the video version of this, Carly is making a face as if that's not true, but I happen to know she is a brilliant singer with the loudest booming voice you've ever heard. Um, And the Texas State Bar Journal did give you an award. So you are officially an accomplished short story author. So tell us about how you are able to have that kind of work-life balance. It's something that I work at to try to have work-life balance. It's something that's
2: very important to me. I'm pretty passionate about Um, mental health and how it affects um, lawyers we have some content in our mama's programming that we bring to our members that deals with wellness and mental health and substance abuse and how that affects lawyers and so I'm really passionate about that and um, I will tell you that it's something that I work at actively Um, you know I just happen to know myself if I am unbalanced I'm not pleasant to be around and so I, I, I feel like I have to, for myself or for the people around me, try to work at that. But like, I mean, I ate a chicken tender for breakfast, you know, <laughs> and that's not normally what I do. So it's balance, right? Like I normally would eat something more balanced-ish, but today I didn't. And so, you know, it's, it's something that I work at. Um, so thank you for saying that it seems like I'm doing an okay job and I'll keep trying, but it's something I, I
0: actively try to, to do. Well, and I think that's probably work-life balance and as it relates to mental health struggles is something that is universal. And so if you're able to have an outlet like singing or dancing or writing, um, then eat all the chicken tenders you want, you know? (laughs) like that That's still a valid option because you're trying to make sure the whole person is fed. Even if it's a chicken tender? (laughs) Even if it's a chicken tender. Yeah, Uh, we're going to be sponsored by chicken tenders this episode. (laughs) Okay, so now I want to talk about mamas. As you know, there are a lot of options to choose from with bar associations. There's the Austin Bar. there's Travis County women's lawyers. Why is it important to have a specific group for mamas? i per- I feel pretty passionately about this
2: also. you know, there are unique challenges for working moms that um other demographic, you know, representers just don't deal with, and that just is what it is. And this organization, um, is is awesome for just the little tips and tricks, little bits of insight that you need for navigating how to return to work after you've had a baby or where do I pump at the courthouse? Um, you know, uh, where do I find maternity clothes? I have got a jury trial coming up. You know, that, that's not something that people generally feel comfortable going to a um, maybe more male-dominated group and asking those questions. And so this is a group that understands those challenges and that we are all trying to balance running a practice or, you know, billing lots of hours while also being a mom. And so um, this group props each other up. We refer business. We support each other. Um, we do CLEs. Um, and so why is it different? Because we are really exclusive to moms, to, to uh, members of the bar who are moms to a you know a a human um who who have to navigate like how to do both so it's
0: probably a really long answer no i love it (laughs) i especially love that it's a mom to a human yes
1: (laughs) yeah all all working women will have the same challenges but there are certain specific challenges that will apply to attorney working moms right like where do you pump during a jury trial these these little things that um other attorney working moms can really give you the advice and i i I joined as an expecting expectant mom and it has been so invaluable
0: well and one thing that i have noticed that i mentioned to you when we met before that is very different about your organization that i've never seen um, is you all are co-presidents so tell me why that is and how that works with this organization yeah i i
1: mean as attorney working moms i think we already feel like we have two full-time jobs So, um, this, this is a recent development and it just kind of sprung, I think, um, organically where the, you know, the members thought, okay, well maybe if I can't, um, respond as quickly as I should, because my work is taking me away from this or, you know, family life's taking me away from this. If I have a co-president, we can team uh, up and, you know, really make sure that we're, um, that we're furthering the organization's mission. And so it came about that way, it worked out well, and I think that um, it just speaks to the the type of organization that we are. We, we are collaborative, we just want to make sure that we further the mission um, and we work together doing it.
0: Logistically, did you choose to be co-presidents together or did it just happen? Because you all seem to bounce off each other wonderfully. Yeah,
2: I think it just kind of happened. <laughs> we didn't know each other prior to our doing yeah. this. Yeah, just,
1: you know, knowing each other's like names and yeah,
0: yeah. but that's it. That's great. I, I don't know that you understand how rare, not just because you're women, but how rare it could be that two people could share power <laughs> as president of an organization and share it so seamlessly and happily because the reason makes perfect sense is y'all are busy and folks can help pick up the ball if something happens, Um to drop on one end because of all of the work and life things. Um, but it seems rare that you would find personalities that are willing to share that power and that glory. I think it's it's interesting. It's perhaps
1: what I found about being happy in higher education law is that it draws a certain type of, of attorney and a very collaborative type of attorney. Um, also, no big egos. Um, and people who, who, who are there for the mission of higher education, public, a good public higher education. And maybe that's the same thing we have with mamas, that the people who are drawn to, you know, the leadership positions in mamas um, are people who want to just make sure that we keep this great organization going. And it's not, it it's, it's not really about the, you know, who's at the helm, really, maybe if, you know, Carly, I don't know if you have anything else that you, you think why that is, but I think that's probably it. It just attracts people who are wanting to work collaboratively to make it happen.
2: Yeah, I think I think collaboratively is such a perfect word. I mean, I really do. Um, and when you said kind of a, you know, lack of ego, it's, I was going to say the same thing. Um, I, I think that's why Mama's works. I think that's why having a co-president works is because like the job is bigger than the person. You know, the 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 leader shouldn't outshine the rest of the organization. And we, I think, take that seriously. You know, we can't help our members, which is over a thousand. I wanted to correct your earlier um, number. Um, we, you know, you can't help the organization as well if you're focused on the self. And so, many hands make light work, right? So, um, having more, 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 more people to
0: help is just better. Well, and you're not only collaborative with each other. Earlier this year, you collaborated on something called the Well Summit, which was women empowering leadership in the law. And you collaborated with Travis County Women Lawyers Association, the League of Lady Lawyers, Sisters in Law, and Capacitas. So tell me about that partnership and how that came to be.
1: I wasn't as involved with Well Summit, but I um, I know that it was um, Shereen Thomas's idea to bring it together. And she's the one who reached out to the different organizations. And um, she reached out to Mamas. Knowing our reach, we are over a thousand strong now. And... Um, wanting to bring that together. And I know that a lot of the members of Mamas, like myself, are also members of Cafecitos and um, members of Cafecitos are also members of Sisters-in-Law. So it's, you know, I think it was just um, the next, again, I'm using the word organic, but you know, I think it was just organically came about because um, these are issues that affect all of our um, sister organizations.
0: Well, and for the people that couldn't attend that event, it was so great to see these five organizations work together. There was no competition. Um, every group got to do a bit of a commercial for themselves, um, but it was never at the expense of anybody else. And I was invited to attend, um, not as Austin Bar, but as a member of Capacitos. And so I just sort of sat there in the back and watched and was so impressed with all of the collaboration and the programming. Because there were things that you don't talk about at regular CLE, like how do you ask for a raise? How do you ask to become a partner? Um, What is the proper starting salary? We had some baby attorneys that wanted to know, you know, how do I know if I'm being lowballed, and how do I challenge that? And that I don't know if those are discussions you all have in Mamas, but having that openly with those five groups facilitating it, I thought was really very important for the folks that were there.
2: Yeah, we do a lot of content similar to that in Mamas. Like we'll do CLEs or we do these things we call them just lunches where um, we do have a topic like how do you negotiate a salary or hey I'm in big law where are my peeps at you know or I have um, a child with special needs Um, where are the other moms with special needs and so um, we have specific events with those very niche topics so that people can kind of find where to get the information that they don't have Um, which sounds much like what you're talking about but
0: can you tell us about any upcoming events that Mamas has? Yes,
2: we have a fall carnival, and I know Anna knows about more about that than I do right now. We are um, in the midst of getting everything together to
1: uh, have our fall carnival on November fifth. Um, it's going to be from eleven and two p.m. at the um, Charles Johnson House um, on Atlanta Street, right by D Betty, and. Um, what we do in that event is you know we'll have activities for the kids um you know petting zoo bounce houses face painters balloons all all, you know all the stuff you can expect at a carnival where all of our um attorney working moms are there and our um whoever wants to sponsor us gets the um ability to directly market to um you know our 1000 member strong group Um, we usually have at least 100 people attend the fall carnival so it is a um, you know my pitch here if you would like to sponsor um, check uh, just just reach out to me or check the the mama's website um, and see how you can contact us but we um, we do offer direct marketing um, opportunities at the event to to our group
0: And we'll put in the podcast notes a link so that they can, so that anybody that wants to attend or sponsor knows how to do that. Great, great. And yeah, we, um, you know, all of that while
1: having a lot of fun, um, food, drinks, and, you know, uh, a way to keep the kids running around and busy.
0: What advice would you give for attorneys who want to get involved in the Austin legal community but don't know how? And if you want to make it specific to working mom attorneys, feel free. So for... um, For moms that want to
2: find us, um, we we have a pretty large Facebook presence, and um, we we share a lot of information on that page about events coming up and CLEs, and um, just all kinds of information passes on that page. And so we welcome people to join uh, our group that way. We have a meetup group, and um, you know that takes RSVPs for our events and stuff like that, and people can join that way. I think I have veered a bit from your question, which was how to uh, advise younger attorneys about how to get involved. And so um, I would say for for our purposes, for moms who want to find us, that's how they would find us. And um, I will tell you, you know, when I... So my oldest is now nine. And that's when I got involved with mom. I didn't know about it before. And I didn't know about it until he was... He was born. I don't remember how old he was. He's a baby. But... Um, you know, I did have a lot of questions that I did not really know how to get answered. I didn't really exactly know who to go to. And so this group was so welcoming. And, and there are so many people in it that have such different perspectives. And so I would just say to younger people to, um, I don't know, just evaluate what your options are. Look around. There are people just like you somewhere. You just have to find where they are. Um, and if you're a mom to a human or expecting mom to a human, we would love for you to show it in us.
1: Yeah, I think um, finding some type of affinity group and working from there to perhaps maybe, you know, your particular tribe, whatever that may be, um, is extremely helpful. Um, you know, with um, as members of Cafecitos, you, you know, you also know that there are issues that we talk about that are unique to our experiences. And it's just so refreshing to find that group when, especially sometimes when you may have felt a little bit isolated or different, you know, in, in the legal field. So I, I would advise um, them to go out there and, and find a group. Um, It may seem a little bit like it might take a lot of time out of your life, but it's, it's so rewarding to do. Um, And yeah, I think that's, that's what I would like to add to that.
0: Is there anything else that you would like to tell our audience that you haven't been able to say yet about Mamas or about yourself and your own leadership journeys? Um, I will add that to our
1: events, we um, don't just have these larger events. We are, you know, Carly mentioned these lunches that we do. Um, we do CLEs. We have affinity lunches. The way that I got started um, by being more involved with Mamas was um, by actually doing a, a, a lunch um, for government attorneys and um and that's how i got to know more of the mamas and the board and ended up getting into a leadership leadership position um but other than you know trying to get it yeah i think i didn't know about it either until um a friend of mine said oh you're an expecting mom i'm gonna add you to this and um i was very wary of facebook mom groups I was like, oh, what is this? But I trusted this one person, so I decided to check it out, and it was just, you know, really nice and um, refreshing to see that it was a it was a different type of mom group. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's what I would like to let people know. It is not it, when you think of like Facebook Facebook mom group, it may have um, in some people's minds negative connotation. Um, we are here to to provide that support for attorney working moms. And the unique challenges that um, we face as you know um, moms who who are practicing attorneys. And the other thing I would like to add is, you know, yes, mom to a human. Um, families are made in numerous different ways. We accept all, um, and it is, you know, we we are. We want it to be a welcoming place, and we just want you know, everybody to know that that it's, um, you know, all types of families welcome.
2: Yeah, I was trying to think of what I was going to add. There's some good the things you said. Uh, I was thinking, you know, we have a, um, we have a number of um, judges and elected officials that are are part of our membership. Um, which just goes to show, like, you can do lots of stuff and still be a mom. Um, and then we have a, a big Mother's Day event that we plan every year too, which is a lot of fun. Um, we. Um, obviously in celebrating mothers we get everybody together it's it's and it's for families you know so it's kiddos and partners and uh bounce houses and petting zoos and uh, we have this really bougie coffee bar which is awesome and um mm-hmm. and then oh, i totally forgot what else i was going to say but that we we do lots of cool still lavender like that. syrup in the
1: bougie coffee oh, bar cuz yeah, yeah it's that very was good. pretty fun <laughs> 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 um oh and it's for Austin Metro. So, you know, we're not just um, city proper. I mean, we are welcoming of the uh, surrounding uh, counties as well.
0: Well, thank you all so much for being here. I hope that our audience that are eligible look into Mamas if they don't know about it already and join and want to sponsor your, far car- your fall carnival and then in the future, your Mother's Day event. So I wish you and Mamas the best of luck. And if we can do anything to help here at the Austin Bar... Let us know. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. See y'all next time.